0: Welcome into your weekend, and this is the best spot to catch up on all the latest in terms of sports and sports betting. You don't want to miss it, and you certainly don't want to miss our best plays later on, especially from my partner, Mike North, who continues to pick him up and put him down. He's been on fire. We got Final Four. Baseball's back. The Masters starts next week. Welcome in everybody to the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. Alongside Mike, I'm Carmen. It's great to be back, Mikey. What's up, buddy?
2: Oh, bud, it's great to have you back. I'm. No, I got to give Randy uh, credit. Randy Merkin, uh, big call last week with Baylor. I had UCLA. We go two and one. Our uh, leans all hit. Oh. I mean we just did tremendous and uh, uh we missed you though it's good to have you back uh, uh, you had couch change I'm sure and other things on the tournament how did you do my friend Not bad
0: you know my second weekend was not nearly as good as my first but still uh clearing about 60% so far for the tournament I was uh I saw you tweet right before the UCLA game the other night against Michigan you know wow. and I was thinking I'm like boy can they hang with Michigan I saw Mike tweet put minute, on Twitter Wait wait
2: wait 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 I actually picked UCLA and you're questioning no, no. I
0: was sort of. I was questioning at first. I was sort of like, "Man, do I want to play UCLA tonight?" When I saw you tweeting, it, Man, I'm like, I "That's it." Make, I'm on. Yeah, you got to go. I'm on. I you got to go,
2: Randy. You know, what I said to Randy, that was "I it. said, Randy, are you on?" He goes, "Of course."
0: That was it. The minute I saw it, when I checked your Twitter. Mm. I said, uh, "All right, Mike's saying UCLA's the play." I said, "I'm going to go with it. I'm going to back UCLA here because I was hemming and hawing, and I went with that. And they covered. They're in. Not only did they cover, they went out right. They're in the Final Four.
2: Yeah, I mean, I got to say this: Gonzaga has had the easiest road, I think, in the last 20 years. Uh, The nonsense that they're already being compared to teams that have Michael Jordan on it, Patrick Ewing, and all the rest. Please don't take me there because I will just destroy any argument you have for Gonzaga. Uh, It is a watered down NCAA." but it doesn't matter. They're still one of the top five teams I've ever seen. But I don't Mm -hmm. think they beat, we were just talking about some things off the air about athletes from Chicago. I don't think they beat Quinn Buckner, Bobby Knight, Mm Scotty May. Uh, They played in the Big Ten. Uh, They went undefeated when actually there were four-year guys, Lou Elsinder, Bill Walton, every one of those guys. We knew 30, 40 players by their senior year. We knew them. We didn't get introduced to them like we're being introduced like sucks. Nobody even knew who the hell the guy is That that, that is a casual basketball fan. Yeah. Back in the day, you knew them all. Yeah. You could be casual. You knew who Pete Maravich was. You knew who Rick Mount was. You knew who Patrick Ewing is. This is more introduction. That being said, if Gonzaga runs the table, they're top five, but I'll never make them top one.
0: Yeah, If they were to complete this, they're going to be the first team since one of those Indiana teams you were yeah, talking 76. about. I mean, it's been 76 was the last time, Mike, that anybody was no able to crowds, pull
2: this off. Though, no crowd, though. I'm not taking anything limited, away from yeah. them. Believe me, I watch them. They're unbelievable. They're good. I coached for six years. They're good. Yeah. But if you're telling me they would beat James Worthy, Michael Jordan, and Sam Perkins, mm. tell your story walking. I heard Kenny Smith actually think that they could beat Leitner and Grant Hill mm. and Bobby Hurley. I almost—I mean, I couldn't believe the nonsense I was hearing, <laughs> which means I would have liked to tell, ask Kenny, that means they would have beat your butt. That means that they would have beaten Charles mm-hmm. and Auburn. Are you guys serious? Hmm. It's crazy. Uh, it
0: is. I mean, maybe it's a little over the top. I think we're prisoners in the moment sometimes with oh, stuff like that. right? of course we are. I mean, like that, that's where that's coming they're from. Great
2: guys. They're, they're great. They're great,
0: Yeah, they're good. I mean, and, and just in terms of like betting them now and betting do the rest of the tournament. Do you think Jordan would lose to Gonzaga? I, I do not. Do so <laughs> I, I think that North Carolina team would lose to Gonzaga? I do not. Do you
2: think Coach K and Leitner and Hurley and Grand Hill would? No.
0: Have...
2: And listen to this. Kenny Smith says UNLV would beat Gonzaga, but Duke wouldn't. Well, Duke, Duke sent Larry Duke. Johnson home with his tail between his legs. Duke beat the very him. next year, that's exactly. Right. Exactly right. But he's just a hater. That's all.
0: Yeah. Well, the, from from a betting standpoint, look. I oh, mean, they, they've been great. Pretty much the favorite all year. They've been great. They're the they've favorite. They're a heavy favorite to still win. They're minus two twenty five to win this tournament with the final four upon us. It's no shock. They're eight three and one against the spread in their last twelve. They're winning in this tournament, and I think you might be right, Mike. I I, I don't know that. Look, they haven't been pushed or challenged at all. Is that oh, just, my God. Are they that
2: good, or is the level of their competition a little off? Maybe. I think they'd have tougher competition in the public league, red, south, and west. I mean, they haven't been pushed I'm at all. I'm not kidding you. Not at all
0: have they been challenged. Not
2: that they'd lose to any of them, but, my right. God, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I said last week, kiddingly, to Randy, and I, I, I think on another show, that, uh, you know, the Catholic League. Uh, would be stellar, more stellar than some of the teams. So I mean, when you think BYU was the team that was supposed to scare them, yeah, who goes through BYU to get to the title in basketball? But this team shouldn't be penalized because every year they show up. They just are Tennessee, the women's team. Yeah, That's what they are. Or they're UConn's women's team. That's what they are in that league.
0: They are winning in this tournament by an average of 24 points per game. You know, I mean, it's like mm-hmm. they just they haven't been pushed at all. It's unbelievable. Well, I- who's
2: been pushing them? And who's the stars? We just talked about it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I can't imagine going through the gauntlet of teams from the 80s or 90s to get to where you had to get. Well, UCLA, there was no conference tournaments. You had to win the league. Right. So, I mean, it's just a whole different ballgame now. Watered-down product, but they are the best of the best, and I still credit them for their precision, their passing, the way they do things, the way they handle themselves. Mark Few, uh, amongst them all. Amongst them all. I don't care if it's Coach K, Calipari. He doesn't even know how to write a play to get (laughs) an out-of-bounds play. He's a recruiter, and I like John. We used to talk all the time, but I'm, I'm just being honest. Mark Few's better than all of them. Do you he think is.
0: this is finally the year for Gonzaga? The way it better goes. be. Yeah, it kind of seems like it, right?
2: Oh, you know, Bob Huggins had one shot. And it was with Ken, uh, uh, Martin and those guys back yeah. in the day at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yeah. And then he got hurt. And, and Huggs, I, I, I know, will never win again. That's why it's been delayed for the Hall of Fame. He's got 900 wins. But he has no shekel on the wall. And that was his shekel. He'd be in already. So Mark Few's got to close the deal.
0: Yeah, I think this is going to be the year they do it, too. I mean, looking at this Gonzaga game, what? Uh, excuse me, the UCLA game, it's been a nice run here by UCLA. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the way Johnny Juzang has played has been phenomenal. He's still 60. If, you, if anybody out there thinks – that UCLA can pull this off. You could still get him at 16-1 to 1 for tournament MVP. I mean, he wow. has been lights out. So if you, th- if you like UCLA for whatever reason, and I don't think many people do, you might as well put a little wager down on Juzang right now. Because I've been, been
2: on UCLA the whole time, but the point spread and everything else, I had no read. You want to know something? Yeah. Both games, no read. Mm. But one slight lean okay. on, on Houston. Ooh. On Houston. But it may improve, I know. How many times have we gone pull... We gotta get, we gotta copyright that. Yeah. But you know what? How many upsets have there been? But if Gonzaga loses, it's a, it's a, To put it in the words of uh, the great Robert De Niro, and analyze this, it's a double and triple tragedy. Right. Believe me when I tell you that they it
0: would, would have to play. The, I mean, you're you. They would have to deliver a forty minute performance where they played exactly how. You know they want to play where they totally slow the game down. They're they're different than the way a lot of teams play yep. these days. They can play both ends though. They can, but they're much more happy just slowing it down, playing a half court yeah. game, and just kind of dragging it out. They want to beat you up defensively. Are you talking
2: UCLA or Gonzaga? I'm talking
0: UCLA. I mean the way. Oh like, yeah, I, Gonzaga I flies. Yeah, they can do both. Gonzaga flies. Yeah, and
2: they but, could slow it down like they did the other night. I had the under, yeah. so they could slow it down if they want to. But I'll tell you this also. Their defense is so good, also. They That's have awesome. great help defense. Nobody gets hung up on screens for the most part. They don't get in a whole lot of foul trouble. They're just a great team. They're great. And
0: I have a tough because of all that, Mike, I have a tough time seeing a path to victory here for UCLA, even though they've been impressive. I just it would have to be so perfect of a forty minute game from them. They'd but have haven't to play we seen so that slow. all tournament? Yeah, I mean, Remember that, Illinois. Yeah.
2: <laughs> remember Illinois, remember Loyola. I'd rather not. Remember all these teams that were supposed to make all the, remember Michigan. Yeah. Remember all these teams. I saw Villanova beat Georgetown, I, you know, which is astounding to this day with that team. And yeah. if that can happen, anything can happen. But you're right. The planets got out of line. You got to get hot like Villanova. They didn't miss a shot in the second half. That's right. You got to get absolutely hot. Into your zone. And is UCLA in a little bit of a zone? They've beaten, hey, they've beaten tougher teams than Gonzaga has. They probably have. Alabama? Who has Gonzaga Alabama. played that's better than Alabama?
0: Probably no. Maybe USC, but probably not. How You're about right.
2: Wisconsin? They were no walk in the park. Ba- Baylor's had a tough run. If anybody, Baylor's yeah. had the toughest run. Absolutely. And Baylor, I like, too. I mean, Baylor, you could, look, if Bay, the, the point spreads aren't that, uh, I mean, all four point spreads last week were seven and a half. First time ever they've been all four that high. Mm, That's crazy. Right.
0: All right, we got uh, more to talk about. There's so much going on. You know, now that baseball is back, NBA kicking into high gear, Bulls play tonight. They're a big underdog against a jazz team that – hasn't lost at home since December. I mean twenty straight wins for the Jazz. The at only home. way
2: they could be stopped was a near tragedy.
0: That's right. What a scary story that was for the Jazz this week.
2: My Where- God, but you wanna know, know something everybody was afraid to find it. afterwards? It's the best time. Yeah, it's not gonna happen again. That's
0: true. Usually that's right. Yeah. No. All right, when we come back, Luke Pergandy.
2: It's our guy. Oh, Terry, speaking of... Oh, don't no, 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 that Yeah, oh, where are they?
0: Luke is going to join us when we come back next, so don't go anywhere. We're just getting warmed up here on The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000 and the great ESPN Chicago app. You're listening to The Odds Couple. Friday nights at 6, with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. <laughs> it's the odds couple it's the best sports gambling show you're going to find anywhere we've got our best plays coming up a little bit later on mike north carmen defelco we're presented as always by PropSwap. swap you catch us on ESPN 1000 and the espn chicago app and it's time to say hi to our great friend luke pergandy from Prop swap.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: Gene, what's up luke what's up guys all
1: right, Mike.
0: So Good, you, buddy. you guys had one seller do the right thing, one seller do the wrong thing. I mean, we we've talked about it for a couple of weeks. These incredible Loyola tickets. Now you got one. You know, seller made a nice profit. Another guy had an incredible ticket and could have turned fifty bucks into nine grand, and he passed it up. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So the fifty dollars ticket uh, that would have paid two hundred fifty thousand oh. dollars if Leo had won uh we got an offer to him for $9,000 and he wanted around 12,000 oh my god so he declined it off 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 a $50 original ticket
2: what do you think my god that's the guy i mean really that lives in the hotel the motel daily rates he's got all this money it's under his mattress he doesn't spend on himself he just makes bets like that are you kidding me for 3 grand more now we've talked about this did you I know you talked to him about this. People at Prop Swap—they're not going to try to take advantage of anybody. You talked to this guy and you tried to get him to turn it in, didn't you, Luke? And sell it.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, of course he was. Uh, he was a Vegas resident. Uh, my co-founder Ian had met up with him and gave him his options. And uh, you know, we talked about it on this show. I, I said there was Oregon State had about a thirty percent chance of winning. Yep. I said if you flip the coin hundred times. I thought 30 times that Oregon State would win, and um, and it happened. I just, uh, you know, selling your ticket doesn't mean getting off Loyola. Right. Right. Selling your ticket just means you're taking profit, and then especially him being a Vegas resident, go take $3,000 that of the nine that we're paying you and go make a new bet on Loyola. Yep. But, like, I'm not saying that you're agreeing that is going to lose this game. I'm just saying, like, you've came so far yeah, it's, from anybody, anybody 5, walked away with 5,000 going on yeah. that, like, you got to take some money off the table and, and get the best of both worlds. I mean,
0: even if he did what Luke just said, he walks okay. away turning right. a $50 wager into 6 k Do you ever hear from these guys afterwards, Luke, or are they just, I mean, like, not that you would contact them maybe to, you're not going to rub it in for crying out loud, but, like, do they do they reach back out to you guys and be like, man, I I, I feel stupid. I should have mm. done it. Like, what happened? No,
1: no, we typically don't hear from them. Obviously, I let the dust settle, and I was just feel like, hey, man, like, love, you know, the engagement. We appreciate you. Talking about drop slot, but yeah. uh, would love to, you know, talk about future tickets that you have. But, you know, most of these guys, I mean, a $50 ticket Ugh. that would pay a quarter million dollars, I mean, that is a once in a lifetime bet. Yeah. Right? Like, it's very rare this guy's going to have another ticket like that. Much smaller wins we could get them, but a Loyola ticket, you could turn $50 into 9000 That's. That's a once in a lifetime. Well, the guy's got
2: money. There's no doubt. And he's done this before. But quite frankly, I'd equate it to the scene in Scarface where uh, Tony Montana says, look at you now. <laughs> because that guy wasn't calling anybody anymore. And you're right. When you're that, I guess, I guess not, I don't want to say dumb, but when you're that greedy or whatever caused you to do it, he'll play again or he'll come see you again. He'll just maybe be a little smarter hopefully next time. Do you think?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope so. It's. You know, it's we say this every time. It happened with the Atlanta Falcons back in you know 2016, and uh, Loyola Chicago. This situation, and it's, it happens every year. It's, there's always a brand new example. The Tampa Bay Rays last year that we talked about on the show. Um, it happens every sports calendar year. There's always a long shot that goes super far and they lose, and people just decide not to not to use props off. So we're trying to preach. You can have the best of both worlds. Like I understand that. You want some upside of Loyola advances? I get that. So take the money from us, go right back into the casino and make another bet. All
0: right. Well, next week is the Masters, oh, and that's baby. another big time for you guys. And I, the interesting storyline to me is the big move that's happened here with Jordan Spieth. You know, Jordan's played better as of late here. Uh, Jordan played well in the, in the first round uh, Thursday uh, at Texas, obviously at the, at the Texas Open. Uh, he, I think Jordan has three top uh, fives or top sixes in like his last in like four of his last six starts. So Jordan is finally playing well, and we know he's got a good history at the course. Even though he finished tied for forty sixth uh, in November when they played the twenty twenty Masters, but he's gone up from fifty to one to fourteen to one. So if anybody's got a, one of those longer uh, price tickets, they should be posting that right now,
1: Luke. Right? Yeah, totally. He was a huge underdog. You know, like you said, if you made that bet and. Then- uh, December or even January, yeah. he was a huge dog. Um, we've seen we have so many Masters tickets up for sale right now. Um, we've seen a busted a bunch of Justin Thomas tickets sell. Oh, wow, wow. We've seen a bunch of D- Dustin Johnson tickets sell. Um, it's it's just perfect. It's uh, it's obviously coming up next week, but get your bets in now because inventory is limited and. Um, you know, the prices are only going to go up as the tournament goes
0: on. All right. Great stuff. Luke, have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Oh, spot,
1: Thanks a lot, guys. Enjoy the uh, final four. See you, buddy.
0: Thanks, you too. Buddy. There's Luke Pergandi. Less than surprise. I like
2: Thomas. Do
3: you like. Ja- I-, I think Merck is, uh likes JT. By the way, a little stat. This is from Jason Sobel's Twitter okay. uh, that he was mm. doing some research. The last 10 betting favorites or co favorites have not won. Not I wouldn't touch
2: Beats with a 10 foot pole. He's not good enough all four days. He isn't. Not like he was. No, yeah, it's amazing. I don't think so, Carm. I had Thomas a couple weeks ago. I like JT. He KT. just came from nowhere. Yeah. Well, let me ask you you got to take him. You, you, you got to pick the, the, the golfer that you're caddy for, and you get 10%. Ooh. Who are you taking Ooh, between I him and him?
0: I love it. Between who? Between
2: Thomas eight... and Speeth. Uh,
0: Thomas, I'm not even thinking. Uh, absolutely. Twice. Not even thinking twice.
2: I mean, Speeth will hit something in the water, he'll complain. And if I was his caddy, I'd say, shut up and concentrate on what you're doing. The guy with the beard placates to him all the time. I understand. They're getting better. But Joe, I think Jordan, I just think he doesn't have the four-game g- deal anymore. Rory's starting to get that way.
0: I don't get Rory. I, well,
2: he I wants know. to be like somebody else. and you're you're one- he, he reminds me so much of Bonds with, 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 with McGuire and Sosa. Mm. He had to do things. Or he—I'm not saying Rory's doing things. I'm saying Rory wants to be like, like the other guy. Come on, you're one of the greatest golfers in this generation. You've won majors. What's wrong with you?
0: Yeah, Rory's still about fourteen to one for next. DJ's the and favorite, and he still hits
2: long off the tee. It's
0: huge. I—I I, I would not. I don't get it. I would not bet the favorite. Not that I like betting the favorite anyway. The no. odds are short. DJ's eight to one. There hasn't been a back-to-back champ at Augusta since Tiger in 0-1 and 0-2. and this year, I mean, you got to do it in a span of five months. Uh, good luck to you. That ain't easy. So, no, I would not pick DJ. I like your pick of uh, uh, of JT. Well, I'm remember...
2: taking him as one of my four. I'm going to pick four guys, a couple long shots. Yeah,
0: I'm and a couple. Him. Merck's got a long shot, and Paul Casey. Who does right, Merck have? Yeah, Merck. Paul jump Casey, on real quick.
3: Paul Casey, forty to one. Forty to one. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't mind Patrick Reed right now. At, Patrick at 30, Reed. At thirty to one. What about Westwood at thirty to one? Can he? The way he's played, can he finally get one of these? I. I, I always want what Dan Hicks said to us. There's, you only have a so long. When Come we're on. talking about Dustin Johnson winning the yeah. US Open, he's like, yeah, oh, he's been kind of hot. I think Lee Westwood's not going well, to. I might be wrong, golf. but
2: Lee uh, Westwood's one of the great golfers. He's won on six continents. Yeah, but he's always been the bridesmaid. I think hit this new deal. He's, he's laughing now. He's having a good time. I'm happy for him, and he's playing much much better. I'd be stunned if he ever wins a major. I
0: guess I kind of would be, too.
3: Even though he's played well lately, it would be shocking. Watch watch out for a guy who I think finished, uh, got knocked out in the uh, round of eight in match play. And he's starting to play really well, hitting the ball really well. And he's won there. Sergio. Sergio's, yeah. It's, the only thing about Sergio's putting is still a little suspect. But yes. T to green, he, no one no one is doing what wow. he's doing.
0: Sergio's right been great. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Ricky Fowler
3: needs to win. This Is Ricky, Ricky playing? Ricky Fowler's not doing well. He's, he's not going to make the cut. He's not going to make the cut. No, he needed to win right. to be in the Masters. Right. That's crazy. Right. He's done.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll vent on one thing real quick since Merkin brought up Sergio, too. And, uh, uh, you know, I watched a, a little bit of the WGC last week. But I'm sure. telling you, those match play events. Great. Uh, when you get to Sunday, though, Mike. They're tough because you don't see enough shot. You, there's not, there's and, too much downtime. And, there, and then the, Billy Horschel took four hours. It took it it, Billy Horschel plays like Sergio. He's so methodical and so slow. Yeah, you're like, ridiculous. oh my god, let's go. I, I had
2: Horschel, but I had Perez. Oh, Victor Perez. Perez. Yeah. If he's working for his card, let me be the first to send him a video and tell him you're not going to get it. <laughs> I mean, seriously.
3: He was. He was trying. He to was awful.
2: Card.
3: I know. I know, these guys had played like 120 holes by Sunday. They oh, were, I know. They they know. Were they know. Were <laughs> The go- <laughs> hey, you know what, Mike, the golf, the, 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 these guys were done. They, but they make billions. It, it was bad golf. It was it bad was, golf. Oh. Right, it was, you're right, Randy.
2: Golf. You're right, it was bad golf, it's, and Horschel's just a boar fest. Those, he really is, he is he,
0: He's a boar fest. You're right. Those events are great early, but as the weekend goes on, like by the time you get to Sunday,
2: it was a boar fest. How about Shepler? He walks up to the thing, the putt. Then he turns around and walks behind it again. Then he, wa- they both, were they all were doing it. Basically, it's, like, it's ridiculous. It
0: looked like they all needed a nap. I mean, my god, including us. And no kidding, I needed a nap watching it. All right, when we come back, we still have another Final Four game to talk about. We've got some baseball. Uh, we're going to give you our best plays. There's still a lot going on. It's a great time of year. You know, the Masters are around the corner. We got the Final Four. Baseball's back. Hockey and basketball heating up, so we're covering all of it. Don't go anywhere. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We are The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Back inside the odds couple, it's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. We're presented by PropSwap each and every week on the great ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1,000. Baseball's back.
2: Uh, Not a great start
0: for our two teams, Mike.
2: First of all, there's been three tragic events in the city of Chicago over the past two, three hundred years. Okay? The Chicago Fire was one. Yep. Number two, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. (laughs) And number three, my baseball picks yesterday. Okay? I cannot believe. The nonsense. I got minus 190 in the Yankees. So I'm going, okay, it's 2-2. Two two. Some guy runs off the second base in the 10th inning. Are you kidding me? Is the, that's last year. There's a, They're going to play 162 games. I just watched a quadruple or five overtime hockey game that, people, that college kids played. And we're playing that nonsense right now? It's a co-ed league now? Are you kidding me? And now... It's just completely – I don't know when they're going to change change back. but if the, I even heard Tim Kirshen almost go over the edge by saying, you know, it's okay this year, but next year I'm not going to be for it. Say it now. It's not It's not okay this year. 10, 11 innings? What did the guy say? If we play 11 innings, we're going to get COVID? I mean, come on. I don't think it's that.
0: I think they just want the games to be sped up and they want them to be right. over with. I don't think teams like – Using their bullpens as much as they have to, if they go, they 13, used
2: to go to the bullpen every three pitchers, didn't they? And they had to put the rule in. Yeah, you can't they put a go. Rule in. See, yeah. don't buy the balarka. Yeah. I am telling everybody right now, this is nonsensical. No more collisions. No more taking out guys. Screens all the way to the upper deck, all the way down the foul line. <laughs> all I'm telling everybody is this: you can't change the game that's been around for 150 years. And you know all these. Kids love baseball. I'm hearing the young. They're using the. They're losing the young kids. You know when you you lose the young kids when it's the fifth inning in the Sox game and it's eleven o'clock. Were your kids up last no, night? No, they were not. And all this nonsense from people. Every Sox fan will be up. I saw that on Twitter yesterday. I go, you got to be kidding me. No, everybody's in bed. Are you kidding? I me? mean, nine thousand people. You can't move the game up to eight to maybe an hour well, earlier. Why don't
0: Sylvia were talking about that yesterday? Like, why don't the Angels? Or these teams on the West Coast. They're
2: playing like, at 8.30 tonight. We, they're moving it up.
0: They are. They're moving it up. Like, And wouldn't it behoove baseball to get Trout on a little bit earlier because maybe then it gives a You know, different... it behoove
2: baseball to tell it like it is. He likes it out there, winning secondary. He's a great baseball player. Great. But if he was in the National League, he'd have about 15 guys that would challenge him from Freddie Freeman to Acuna. Name me the top five players in the American League. Betts is gone. Name me the top five players after him. I can't – I can't.
0: In the American League, I mean, Alex Bregman would be up there.
2: Alex Bregman in the National League was a very good player, but he, you would agree the the big time Tatis, all these other yeah, guys are got, in the other I mean, league. Got,
0: right now, you got Betts, you got Yellich, Bellinger, you got Yelich, you've got Tatis. Okay, you've got give me the, the fourth Freddie best Freeman, player in the American or, League, Carm. The fourth best, and now you got Lindors out of the American
2: League too. Um, they don't have nobody to challenge him. He's a heads and tails above anybody else. I mean, his anybody.
0: team, his teammate Rendon might be one of the better ones. But he's a honest. National
2: League guy. Yeah. I'm just telling you, it's time for people to wake up. If Mike Trout's in the National League, two years ago, Yellowish is the MVP of the National League. Yeah. Seriously. So the best player in baseball I don't care about, it doesn't matter. He's Ernie Banks. He's going to be Ernie Banks. Less seen. Even Which is when, too bad, you know? It I mean, is. Like, man. But that's on that's his choice. Like, yeah, well... I, He's making a lot of money, man. There's but I don't be, see people waiting up in the East Coast... No, I don't think so. You're or, right. Uh, ...to watch Mike Trout. And that's kind of sad. I think you're right. Boy, he, the I don't thing- hear the big... Okay, he got a big hit last night that nobody yeah, saw.
0: He did. I saw it, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> like, because, yeah, but your kids didn't. No, no, not I don't, un- no, I don't understand right. during this but, pandemic. But they
0: don't... But you know what, Mike? They live such a different life anyway. They get it on... They, all they live for are highlights anyway. So they wa- they still see the highlight. Now, did they see it live? No, but they want to see it on their phones You want to know anyway. something?
2: If the league is so tiresome and tired, why are all the teams worth $800 mil? I mean, yeah, a billion billions. dollars. They're all worth a billion. So why? It's the most successful league going. And, and Torrey and this other guy, Manfred, they're ruining it. You're running guys out like you're playing at a picnic?
0: I can't imagine if they pass some of the things that they're doing now at the minor leagues next year. You're going to lose your mind.
2: (laughs) Well, I got to tell you, you know what I said? I got a buddy of mine. I, I, somebody said, well, maybe it's because of COVID. I got a buddy no. that's got terminal cancer that thinks it's wrong. No,
0: it's not COVID. Give me a break. I'm telling you, they don't want these games. Like You know what? A few years ago, we even talked to um, to Jed Hoyer at Spring Training about this, and he said, look, I I, I get Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. I'm seeing it from a different perspective. They
2: but got he, a job because of the way the game was.
0: But he, but his point was he goes, the worst thing that I can see from my seat is a 14-inning
2: game. It's the okay. worst thing for our manager. Then I got I got something for you. Maybe you'll agree to this. Maybe you got Jump in. Nine uh, nine inning game. Each get a half a win if there's a tie. Go home. Go
0: home. I don't like that either, but, but you I, like guys I, that's put extreme. On base? I see what you're saying, though. It's like it's.
2: Well, wait. What's extreme? to giving a guy a free pass to second base in the
0: tenth. No, inning? no. I get. I know. I understand why you're making that analogy because you've got in your mind two extremes. Well,
2: if you're going to do an extreme, do it right. 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 You don't want to. If the players, if you want to save the players, then you don't want extra innings. Then, then have ties. They have ties like in yeah. hockey, Which, and then they have, have somebody throw the yeah, ball, yeah. a lob pitch, and see if somebody can get it out of the park to, win, to to get the extra point. I mean, it's, it's what if gotten to just enough. go to
0: home run derby or something, right? the Tenth inning, Merkin's you know, over here losing his mind. He hates ties, so Merkin say he's I uh, no. Yeah, way,
2: but no does no he way. like guys running out to second base? I,
3: I don't ever. Both teams get the same thing, right? It's not like I mean, yeah. so so try betting the Yankees at minus two hundred <laughs> have a guy
2: on second base
3: but and they, tell me you don't. Have but a the Yankees did the same thing in the bottom but, and they couldn't score, right? I love it I oh my like God is that the
2: rationale we're going to what? this is the America's game that was invented in America for 150 years and you guys what's next I we're gonna it. have we're gonna have those bases that stick out at first base hey
0: well now they're talking about bigger bases yeah
2: oh you know what it's so the 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 you know for these guys they want to change the world they want to stop everybody from getting hurt it's and all they do is get hurt that's all they do.
0: And then last night too, the
2: Mariners. I mean, how, how the Giants? The Giants? Francisco. The Giants can't hold a five-run lead. What the heck? Carm, I had San Francisco oh six my to one. God. They, and they lose the game in extra innings. Uh, unbelievable. It, yesterday was a disaster for everybody I've talked to. Unreal. How? All the chalk lost.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, the White Sox had the lead, ended up blowing it. Dodgers, uh, Dodgers, the blew Dodgers, it. The, the Dodgers had a lead and blew it. Uh, Bellinger had a home run taken what away. What happened because,
2: in Detroit in the snow? The, in I the mean, snow,
0: that was crazy. I mean, Um, uh,
2: Cleveland, Bieber loses? Yeah,
0: Bieber got hit pretty good again, right? Yeah. Uh, The the Royals game was crazy. They scored 24 runs in Kansas And the Cubs lost? The Cubs lost. They were a favorite. Big time. All the chalk did lose. You're right.
2: They lost. That was a disastrous day for people yesterday. Unbelievable. And and you know what's funny? I mean, today, I mean, uh, they have one day. They have one day game. Yeah, one day I know everything's at nine, eight, and then they wonder why the game can't be sold.
0: Eight (laughs) forty-five.
2: I actually, I'll give you one quick thing on the Sox.
0: They're a small underdog tonight. There, but it's about even money. I actually think the Sox will bounce back tonight. I, I'm going to play the trend of how good they were against left-handed pitching last year and think that they can do it again this year, even though Eloy is out of the lineup. But let's remember.
2: Well, you got two guys you're missing from last year's team. You're, I mean, you're missing McCann and you're missing Eloy. You're missing you're, McCann. McCann went to McCann, who Two guys, Grandel, go, Grandel uh, went, and Collins go 0-7 last yep. night. And you know what? I, I'm telling everybody, I called it way ahead of time, you got to keep a catcher if you can like McCann. Uh, they're going to have problems that catch you this year. And you got a bunch of DHs, Aloy's out, and you're missing two All Stars from the I, lineup. And w- let me ask you this. McCann would
0: have played. You're right. Because against oh, the left, McCann would have played tonight. You're right. Let about
2: me that. ask you a question. As far as, as this baseball team is concerned, you know, I keep hearing Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. Would you rather have Mike Trout or DeGrom? Um, would you rather have pitching? Uh-huh. Or because if you'd rather have that's, Mike Trout, you're not going to win. That's a great question. I it's an easy answer. You want the best. But the difference, in
0: I would say, the difference to me, a lot of times, comes down to Mike Trout to play at 155, and Degrom will start. So you said
2: Lewis Robert. Okay, or maybe you put him in left, but you still have Lance Lynn as your third starter instead of DeGrom to be your ace and Giolito behind him, and everything's going to be fine?
0: I do love DeGrom.
2: I got I'm it. just telling you, you, I take the top five pitchers in baseball on the White Sox now. We win the division. We take Trout, we don't know. Yeah. See, a, I'm on my game today. I can feel yeah. it. Yeah. I, I Randy, Randy, I, got to say I see him with the hand, I, in his hand I, through the window. It's ridiculous.
0: I lean, I lean a little bit towards Trout, but I might. I don't know. I mean, that's you lean towards lean Trout towards when you Trout, got Trout. one of the
2: best offenses in baseball, and and you don't have a third or four. Lance Lynn, how many win games is he going to win? I guess 10? I
0: see what you're saying. You're saying right now, pick him up on the White Sox, and if you had you can have in,
2: anybody you want in baseball. If you take Mike Trout over to the top five pitchers in baseball, even Max Scherzer at 36. I'll take Max Scherzer as a starter. All right, I
0: see what you're game. saying. You're putting him on the Sox right now. Right okay. now.
2: Um, absolutely.
0: Damn, that's a tough question, Mike.
2: Boy, I'll tell you what. I, I do I, love I,
0: DeGrom. But, I you you mean, know, I think this a
2: little Ryan Pace you now. I, think, you're, you're, I i, I got to be honest with you. I, 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 I get a little worried. I think What's the Sox pitching is really good, though. Oh, really? Lance Lynn is going to eat up innings, but I, I think. Listen, Lance Lynn pitchers, was great the last two years. I think the first two pitchers are terrific. But I don't, I don't know, know if they hit.
0: It's interesting. You make a good point. I mean, DeGrom, you and Gialito, DeGrom. Degrom and Diolito. you'd you'd feel unstoppable.
2: You oh would. my god!
0: You'd feel unbeatable. Sandy Koufax, Todd Drysdale, Span, insane. It's a great. Rain. That's a great question. My god! Like Thank what? You, it, god. What, it, what, it, what? Let me. Let me in, in this scenario, is Aloy I'll hurt? I'll give you one. I'd, rather have, it, I'd no, rather have Darvish. I'd rather have Darvish. No, I than, disagree with that. Then Trout. No, that I disagree with. All right, but Degrom, you bring up an interesting point, like. Is, is 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 in this pretend world? Is is Aloy healthy, or is it still he's hurt right now?
2: No, I mean we can win without him. Because I think we because can't because win without, Aloy, without a third or fourth pitcher. Because
0: without Aloy, I kind of like what you said: Luis Robert and left, Mike Trout in center. Now you got me juiced up. Yeah, but there's but something
2: about Degrom and there's something about a Cy Young winner Ooh, that seems to make you, the hair in the back of my neck stand. You up. you'd feel unbeatable going into series. That's the point. It's That's about true. pitching. It's about pitching. And and it's about defense, not giving the extra out, not wearing out the bullpen. Degrom is the best pitcher, maybe yeah. in all of baseball. I think he might be. I think he is. You're right. So I, Mike Trout, to me, if he said, "Mike, I'll play for you," and Degrom said, "I'll play for you," I'm going, Mike, you're a great player, <laughs> but we need a guy right here that can that can uh, win 15 to 17 games for us.
0: When we come back, Jim Miller's got some ponies, Jimmy! and we've got our best plays. We still have to talk about Baylor and uh, and Houston a little bit too. We'll preview the other Final Four game. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. home stretch on the odds couple. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. We're presented as always by Prop Swap and it's time to talk to our good friend from Hawthorne Race Course. He's one of the best in the business. He's given out winners every week. We've got more derby prep races this weekend to talk about and with uh, a little handicapping for you for this holiday weekend, we've got the one and only Jim Miller.
2: Jim Miller!
4: Gentlemen, it is a great weekend of racing, even with the holiday. We're racing live at Hawthorne this weekend. We did. We got some money back last week as Panadol ran really good overseas in the UAE Derby, and there's three really good prep races on Saturday.
0: Love that. We'll get to it. Uh, you guys have turf uh, racing this weekend for the first time, so the spring thoroughbred meet continues. And, I mean, the weather's going to be perfect this weekend, right? We had a couple of chilly days here. But, I mean, it's looking like 60s and 70s this weekend, Jimmy.
4: Oh, it's insane. And I'll tell you, it, it was one of those things where we were smart to put fertilizer on the turf course about a month ago because that thing has really sprung up. Anytime you can run on the turf car, what it means is, is bigger fields. Bigger fields mean more wagering options. More wagering options usually means better value in the end. But, yes, we are racing live Saturday and Sunday. Of course, you have the tournament action going on. The Points Bet sports book open at Hawthorne, too. So it is. It'll be a busy weekend for us. There's really no holidays in racing, but uh, yeah, we're going to be ov- open on Sunday, and I'm sure we'll be very busy.
2: You ever get burnt out because you're going all the time, my friend? And uh, you got the job that you're doing. You've, uh, what what effects it had on you uh, when you talk about this past year, Jim? Uh,
4: you you don't know what weekends are anymore, really. That, that that's the biggest thing. and That's the biggest thing in working in the industry is you have to kind of change your schedule and you do change the schedule, especially around racing, because the horses have to be cared for 365 days a year. Mm -hmm. So for them, it doesn't really matter if it's a holiday or anything along those lines. For me personally, there's really never a burnout only for the fact that I always tell everybody I get paid to go to the races. So things could be so much worse. I'm very fortunate to have the job that I have, and I love it, and that's a great thing. I've been 27 years in the racing industry, absolutely love it, and I wouldn't wouldn't trade it for the world. That's
0: great. All right, so we got three preps this weekend. What are we doing? What are we wagering? Yeah, they're
4: they're all 100-point preps. I'm going to try to beat the favorite in every single prep, so there's some value to be had. We'll bet all three of these horses across the board. We'll start out at Aqueduct, Race 10, the Wood Memorial. Bet the two horse, crowded trade in here. Only two career starts for this horse. Rates close, ran a huge race in that last out. Four to one in the morning line. I think you get the four to one there. Then you go to Keeneland. Keeneland opens up this weekend in Lexington, Kentucky. Race 11 is the Bluegrass. This is a horse we followed a couple times and cashed on a couple times. It's the one horse, Hidden Stash. This horse is 20 to one in the morning line, boys. They say that the trainer says this horse gets better the further it goes, so I'm going to bet Hidden and stash right back. And then Santa Anita, race eight, the Santa Anita Derby. Bet the two-horse Dream Shake, another lightly-raced horse that should race great right close in a race that doesn't have a whole lot of pace.
0: Boy, these are the big ones. Like Jim said, the 100-pointers, the wood. Uh, it, you know, you go to Keeneland for the Bluegrass, Santa Anita. These are big races. That Keeneland track is something to behold, too. It is absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. It is absolutely freaking gorgeous. So, we're going to go the 10th race at Aqueduct, the two-horse across the board, the 11th at Keeneland, the one-horse across the board, and then out west at Santa Anita to end the day Saturday, the eighth race, the two-horse across the board. Is that right, Jim?
4: That's right. Good value in all the races. Even if they run second or third, you're going to make some money.
0: All right, beautiful. Have a great holiday weekend, Jimmy. Thanks. All right, boys. Good luck.
2: Jimmy!
0: There's our guy, Jim Miller, man. He is the best. Wow. So we got three big races this weekend. a Bulls tonight in Utah. I had mentioned this earlier. You know, the Bulls have lost five in a row. Uh, they're just one and four against the spread over those five, 2 They're still cashing for you as an underdog this year, though. 30 times the Bulls have been a dog, 17 and 13 against the numbers. So you're at fifty-six and a, uh, 56.7% technically. So you're winning there. But I don't think I want to step in front of the Utah Jazz tonight, especially if the Bulls are shorthanded. Not sure about Kobe and about Zach Levine. I mean, it's a huge number, Mike, with the Jazz laying about 12, 13 yeah. points. But Utah's won 20 straight at home. How about You don't want
2: to be uh, playing. Play a team that's happy
0: to be alive. That's a great call. I mean, they had a scare on their airplane when they and hit everybody a Everybody was of birds. worried that
2: they'd be tight to play the next game. Are you kidding me? You're thrilled to go to work.
0: It was like a load was lifted, right? I mean, right. We're alive. Let's go beat the crap I mean, out of Memphis.
2: When you, <laughs> yeah. <Jeez. laughs> Poor Memphis. Hey man, we right? almost died. Right. We're ready to go. There's some blood on our plane. Oh my god. But man, thank God. I mean, so I I feel for those guys. But uh, the Chicago Bulls are a big disappointment, and like I predicted on this show. Many uh, uh, weeks ago, Chuck Swirsky would have plenty of stamina to do whatever dancing he has. I think it's we, a week between dances that that he's getting right I now, know. like I predicted. And and Billy Donovan has to be straight up and honest. There's been a couple games that he's blown, but let's face it, they got a lot of work to do. I like what they're doing with the club. I really, really do, but they don't know how to win. They weren't brought along, and Zach Levine and all these other guys come from different types of organizations that weren't conducive to living, and I'm pretty sure you add a couple more pieces, delete a couple more pieces, next year's going to be a lot better. But right now, they're going. They're basically an expansion team with a couple good players. Trying to
0: figure out what they are exactly. Marketing, By, I mean, come on. I know, I think they're going to get ready to move on from him, too. By the way, I should mention earlier today uh, with York and I, Mike always gives his bonus plan Friday, eight o'clock tonight in Edmonton. You got the battle of Alberta here. You got Calgary and the Oilers. Uh, Mike gave out. The, I love it when you give hockey picks, by the way.
2: Well, we come out of nowhere. As I love everybody it. knows I can pick for, for the four majors. I can't pick the, the mixed marshals and all that stuff. But that one, that one here, uh, is a minus minus one ninety at plus one and a half. We're going to be on podcast soon, yep. you know, after doing the show and don't forget encore tomorrow. Yep. But then, uh, I got a game for uh, the, the the only good read I got, Carmen. one of uh, I like Baylor uh, minus the five.
0: Me too. Mike and I both like Baylor then. I, I'm with you. I, I think Mike, that first of all, look, Baylor you could play a trend here if nothing else. Baylor is eight 0 against the spread. As a favorite this year, anywhere from eight points or fewer. And as Mike just told you, it's a five point line. So this fits into that tidy little trend. Houston hasn't played a single digit yet in this tournament, Mike. Not one. Baylor, as we talked about earlier, went through Wisconsin, Nova, and Arkansas, covered in all of them. They're the best three point shooting team in the league. They're one of the best offenses. Houston, as good as the defense is, hasn't faced an offense like this in the tournament yet. They've got all that backcourt depth that we talked about come tournament time. They play in a tough league. I'm with you. I think Baylor's the best. And I'm
2: taking weekend. UCLA with the points, whatever they wow, are. I'll go
0: for it. All right. Look I'm at taking them
2: only because, only because all my research tells me that they should be able to stay in the game, that they're just a little bit, they're getting a few more points than they should. Okay. I got them at about 10 and a half or 11. That's what they should have gotten. They're getting 14. If they can play a decent first half, the key to Gonzaga has been, if you guys have noticed Absolutely. all over, that they come out early. Mike,
0: they've got like 60 points. At vi- I mean, am, right. am I right? They've got 45, 50 points at the half. They're up the 10 to nothing the on- first two minutes. Before
2: you blink, you're right. Like Now, who does my guy like? Who does he like?
3: Merck, you like Gonzaga? On or
2: fire. UCLA.
3: I'm not. I haven't been on fire, but I, I like. I do like Baylor a lot. I okay, saw them. So we all like Baylor against okay, Wisconsin. So we'll so I'm always going to stay with Baylor, and I, I just don't see how UCLA can stay within 20 of, of okay. Gonzaga. Wow. So, sorry, okay. Mikey. You know I'm always. I agree with uh, yeah, you, brother. Yeah.
2: Well, you know what? I made last week. I liked the game here on the lean with three, and by Sunday, I tweeted out, "Let's go the other way." And really? It, yes, because you know what? You get more information. That's true. Two more days, you know. Guys are getting COVID. You don't know what's going on. Maybe uh, look at Utah. How would you like to have bet Memphis before that stuff happens or before yeah. you hear about it? Then you hear that. See, everybody thought that was going to go the other way. Yeah. I know that Utah was going to win. And tonight, oh my God, they're thrilled to be alive. See their family still. It hasn't. Yeah, back home.
0: I mean, right? They could. They, they could destroy them. Right? <laughs> you know, especially if Zach and Kobe don't play again. You're right yeah. about that. All right, so we all like Baylor. Mike's going to go with the points with UCLA. Make sure you're following Mike on yep. Twitter because he's tweeting out daily, folks. He's giving out free picks. Uh, I mean, the, the amount that he's won, to here, it's insane. So at not- North to North, follow Mike on Twitter.
2: I've won uh, on on Yurko and, uh, and Carmen and Yurko show. I've gone thirteen and won 11900 dollars if you're thousand dollar better, eleven hundred ninety dollars if you're a hundred dollar better, and one hundred twenty nine dollars if you're ten dollar better over the last three months. That's
0: incredible. I mean, that kind of return is just amazing. Well, so. and that's
2: why you know what? You just keep listening. If you don't like something, you don't have to go, folks, because I'll go into a swoon soon. But since uh, <laughs> fourth game, fourth week of football, it's been pretty good. Carmen's been. On fire he went away on a on a heater and he's come back now so you know we, like who him. do you like i mean is that are you with the we together on
0: Baylor? we're together on Baylor and i and i will give out my like i said, i, le- I hinted at this a little bit earlier i'm going to play my socks to bounce back tonight they like okay. they destroyed left-handed pitching last year uh they went 14 and 0 against lefties they had incredible numbers haney's had success against them but maybe they're due to kind of hit him around a little bit and i know how much you like Dallas Keuchel and he's coming off a strong Love year him. He's about even money. Maybe you can get it about plus 105. I think the Sox will bounce back and win tonight, so I'm going to play the Sox on the money line too. So we'll give out those two.
2: And anything else, or is that it, Mike? That's it. I'll That's tell you it, what. That's it, buddy. I'll tell you what, pal. All I'm going to tell everybody is we keep on winning. Bottom line, uh, be careful with baseball. Yeah. Over the first two, three weeks. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen. There's enough going on. I'm going to lean now towards the NHL. I'm going to lean towards NBA and, of course, the NCAA. And then we'll uh, wean ourselves into baseball a little bit later on.
0: Big thanks to our guys, uh, Jim Miller and Luke Pergandi. Thank you to Randy Merkin and to Tyler Aki and Eric Ostrowski. And everybody, have a wonderful Easter. Have a great holiday weekend. Uh, happy wagering. Enjoy the Final Four. And, Mikey, we'll see everybody next week.
2: So long, everybody.
1: This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.